Hi everyone and welcome to Wise Winkwood Sherwood's podcast series where we discuss all things uh, within English law. My name is Karina and today we're going to be discussing the impact of the much talked about topic of Brexit and in particular what it means for immigration. Um, we have immigration specialist Kazai Adeli here with us. And for anyone for some reason who does not know what Brexit is, on the 31st of January, uh, the United Kingdom withdrew from the EU following a referendum um, on June 2016, where 52% voted to leave. Kaziah, what does it exactly mean for people coming and going within the EU? In real terms, um, for people coming and going from within the EU, not much. Not for the moment anyway. Free movement continues until at least the 31st of December 2020. So remind me, what exactly is the free movement? So freedom of movement for workers has been one of the founding principles of the EU since its inception. It is laid down in Article 45 of the Treaty on the Function of the European Union and is a fundamental right of workers complementing the free movement of goods, capital, services within the European single market. So this article stipulates that an EU worker has the right to accept a job offer made uh, to freely move within the country, to stay for the purposes of employment and to stay on afterwards under certain conditions. Now, people can also remain in the UK students, self-employed, self-sufficient, and actually to actively look for a job. It is the EEA regulations 2016 that governs the right of individual, individuals exercising their free movement rights. Okay, so now that we've left the EU, does all that end for us? Um, well, Articles 126 and 127 of the Brexit divorce deal, <laughs> so to speak, um, basically says that there shall be a transition or an implementation period um, which shall end on the 31st of December 2020. Um, unless otherwise provided in the withdrawal agreement, EU law shall be applicable too. Um, and in the United Kingdom during the transition periods. So basically the transition period during which free movement continues can technically um, be extended until either the 31st of December 2021 or the 31st of December 2022. But this must be agreed by the 1st of July um, 2020, that was the case, but hopefully that won't be. The UK legislation that implements the divorce deal says that the British ministers cannot agree to an extension um, although that section could be repealed if the government, you know, wanted to change its mind. So you're talking about we're in a transition period. What exactly is the transition period? So the transition period, which sometimes also uh, is also called the implementation period, is um, a period that's due to last until the 31st of December 2020. And basically, it's during this period the UK will remain in both the EU customs union and single market. Um, that means until the transition ends, most things will stay the same. Now, this includes travelling to and from the EU, and um, actually also including the rules around driving licence and pet passports, and freedom of movement, which is what I just touched on, so the right to live and work in the EU and vice versa, and UK... UK-EU trade, uh, which will continue without any extra charges or checks being introduced during this period. Now that the transition period uh, has begun, the UK will automatically lose its membership of the EU's political institutions, um, including the European Parliament and European Commission. So while the UK will no longer have any voting rights, it will need to follow EU rules still. 
So the European Court of Justice would also continue to have the final say over any legal disputes. Why exactly is the transition necessary? Well, the idea behind the transition period is to give some breathing space, really, <laughs> to um, allow the new UK-EU relationship and negotiations to take place and to really iron out the withdrawal agreement um, and make sure that everything is um, sort of handed over, so to speak, smoothly. So what happens to people who move to the UK during the transition period? Well, people who move to the UK during the transition period, they are basically treated the same as those who arrived before um, the 31st of January. And they can, they can apply to stay on after the transition period using the EU settlement scheme. This means they must, well, basically anyone who's coming in at this time, they need to be living in the UK by the 31st of December 2020, um, with the deadline for applying under the EU settlement scheme being the 30th of June 2021. You talked about an EU settlement scheme. What exactly is that? Well, the EU settlement scheme is a scheme to which EU nationals and their families can apply to remain in the UK, either indefinitely or with a view to remain indefinitely. This is known as settled status or pre-settled status. And basically, the EU settlement scheme comes within UK legislation, UK law. The free movement um, rights uh, is governed under EU law. So that's basically the difference. And how would people apply for this then? There is an app-based platform for applications from mobile phones, um, which now works in iPhone 8s and newer models and Android phones. For a long time, there, it wasn't available for iPhones, and many people were like, "What? How can that actually be?" Actually, really, really a big issue because so many people have iPhones over Android. Um, so yeah, it really did put a lot of people off um, making these applications when it was first launched. But thankfully, um, they, the app is now available on iPhones um, as well as Android phones. To use the app, you must have a valid. EU EEA or Swiss biometric passport or ID card or a UK issued biometric residence card. Um, if you cannot use the app to scan supporting documents, which is what you need to do, you can either send them in by post or go to one of the UK government's document checking, um, document scanning centres. Uh, you may need to send in supporting documents by post to the Home Office. Um, and you can also access the application process um, online at the government website. In all cases, you must provide evidence that you have been living in the UK. Providing a UK national insurance number is the easiest method. Um, and in some cases, the Home Office may require further specified evidence, but they'll make that clear. So the eligibility of these is identity, residency and criminality. What exactly do these mean? Yeah, that's right. Um, so the eligibility is identity, so to prove um, who you are, and of course that you are an EEA or EU national. Residency, which is basically the length of time that you've lived in the UK, or that you're actually in the UK, and criminality. So they will um, check uh, your background for uh, criminal convictions, etc. If you have not been working in the UK or claiming benefits and the Home Office cannot prove your residence in the UK through your national insurance number, um, you will have to provide additional documents such as utility bills, council tax bills, um, medical records to prove residence in the UK.
this is when it can become complicated because um, some people you know, find it difficult to provide these documents. But generally, now to 3 million people, 3 million EU nationals have now applied to the scheme, um, which appears to prove that the scheme has been quite successful. But if you are finding it difficult um, to prove your residence, then you can actually seek some legal advice to see what, what, what best you can do to rectify that issue. After applying via the app, how long does it or should it take to hear back from the Home Office? It usually takes around five working days um, okay. for complete applications to be processed. But it can also take up to a month. I was going to say, so quick Yeah, no, it can take longer. Um, the application is likely to take longer to process if the Home Office needs to request more information from you. Um, it can also take longer if the application is made by a minor, not linked to an adult. Um, I mean, if you have concerns about your application, you can contact the EU Settlement Scheme Resolution Centre to check the progress of your application. But if you are applying and you are relying on your national insurance number, I have actually had applications determined within 24 hours. Okay. Um, so it can be as quick as that, but it really depends on the evidence you'll be relying on to prove your residence in the UK. You said that you have encountered a lot of cases about this. What are the kind of main concerns um, with clients when it comes to the EU settlement scheme? Many of my clients are concerned by the fact that it's electronic. Your proof of um, the right to live and work in the UK is electronic. Um, you do not get a residence card or some form of, of, of evidence to prove your right to, to live and work in the UK. So when one applies under the settlement scheme, it's an electronic reference number um, they get, which they can use online to prove their right to live and work here. Now, employers can use the electronic number post-December 2020 to check, to check the person's right to be here, um, as can the border control. However, many of my clients, many EU nationals, find this unsettling and unfair because non-EU nationals, they are issued with biometric residence cards, which they can present at any time as proof of their right to be in the UK. Now, this has been challenged, um, but unfortunately there has been no changes and it's unlikely to change in the near future. Wasn't there talk of European temporary leave? What happened to that? Well, the European temporary leave to remain will no longer be required. And this was only relevant if there had been a no Brexit deal. Um, as we now have a deal, there is no need for it. The plan, a rather optimistic plan, um, is for a new immigration system to be up and running by January 2021, under which all new European rivals would be expected to apply for visas to live and work in the UK, just as non-EU citizens do today. So what happens if people don't apply? Well, EU citizens do not actually need to apply now. Um, they have until the 30th of June 2021 if they are living um, and working in the UK before the end of the transition period. Okay. Um, the process is relatively straightforward. So my advice would be apply now. Why not? Um, if you are unsure about the process, you can seek legal advice from an immigration specialist or follow advice online um, on the YouGov website. Basically, if an application is not made by the 30th of June 2021, you will be deemed unlawful in the UK and will be liable to be removed from the UK if found to not have a proof of your right to live and work in the United Kingdom.
is it lawful for a company to ask employees about their application or their status? Well, under the 2006 Act, um, all employers have a duty to prevent illegal working um, by carrying out document checks to confirm if a person, regardless of their nationality, has the right to work in the UK. So employers must check and keep copies of original, acceptable documents before someone starts working for them. Now, there is currently no change to the way EU, EEA and Swiss citizens prove their right to work. Employers should conduct right to work checks on EU, EEA and Swiss citizens in the same way as now, until whichever of the dates apply, depending on the deal. Actually, no, it doesn't matter because we actually have we have um, a deal now. So up until the 31st of December. Um, so to prove their right to work, either they can produce their passports or national identity card, their biometric residence card if they're a non-EA family member, or their status under the EU settlement scheme. However, it's not a requirement now um, to prove that they've applied under the settlement scheme, um, the EU settlement scheme, but it will be a requirement after the transition period. Great, thank you so much for uh, your time and explaining kind of the differences and how will Brexit is going to affect immigration. Um, for our listeners, if you do have any questions, please email us at marketing at wslaw.co.uk. Um, us on Twitter and on LinkedIn, we are at wslaw. And let us know what are the issues you're facing when it comes to immigration. Yeah, if you have any concerns, any uncertainty, if there's any uncertainty and you're not sure, if you're one of those individuals who, you know, worried about applying under the EU settlement scheme um, or, you know, you're still, you know, having a bit of a mental block about it, please feel free to reach out to us. We'll be more than happy to help you understand and navigate the process. Our next podcast, as always, is in two weeks' time. So until then, it's goodbye from us. Bye.